This week on Excelsior Journeys, it is part two of our four-part miniseries spotlighting the various cast members that are involved in Excelsior, the audio drama. We'll also have some additional information about how you can listen to the completed production on both March 12th and March 19th on the Clubhouse app. JLD, do the honors. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. So would you say that that's kind of like the lightning bolt moment for and you? And that's what I moment? taught myself how to draw, was actually the Little Mermaid, drawing stills Mine of Ariel. On. I've got better things to do tonight than so die. jumped out of his chair and said, who the F is this? I remember walking out of the theater with and saying, I'm going to write Halloween I'm sex. rather impressed with your research. Rarely do people ask me about children in the car. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. You know, throw yeah. some spaghetti yeah. against the wall. See this if it is sticks. George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much for tuning in for over 180 episodes. We're getting closer and closer to the big 200. There's so much that's happening here behind the scenes. There is the upcoming Once Upon a Podcast Network. There's so much that's going on with that. I am really, really excited about how everything is coming together for it. We have some amazing shows that are in the pipeline. We have some established shows that are coming aboard. We have some brand new shows, and they're going to all be joining both Excelsior Journeys and the other flagship show of the network, Mimesis, with Stacey Rourke and Sandra Shear for Zachary. There's so much going on with this. I am so excited. I am just can't wait for you guys to listen to what we have in store for you. And with that in mind, I am also really excited for the upcoming Excelsior, the audio drama. I spoke about this at length last week, and this week is going to be a lot of fun because you're going to get to hear from a handful of different cast members that are involved in this audio drama. They are the talent that has come out of this has just been absolutely mind blowing. And the great thing is, is that there are a lot of people, especially in the voiceover community that are looking at this cast list and saying just how excited they are just so they can hear every one of these people all together working as one. And it really does feel like I I was able to put together something special with the help of Deborah Wooten of the 529 Club and with the talent of everyone involved. It has just been an amazing experience, and I am so thrilled for you to hear what they – I am so thrilled for you to hear their stories because they also have their own Excelsior journeys, and you get to hear some of that. You get to hear some of that right now. Enjoy. I am so excited to have here uh, several uh, several of our talent here. Um, so what I'm going to do is I am going to welcome uh, each of you here. And we even have more coming in. I'm so excited. So, um, so we are going to start off. Uh, with the gentleman who is right next to me, Mr. the first one, first one into the room, I must add, uh, Mr. Ferdinand Chapman. Ferdinand, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yeah, hi, uh, hi, George, everyone, Erica, Dennis, Johanna, 
Really, really happy to be here. Really excited. This is my first time that I've been invited to a podcast, but this is this is wonderful. And and yeah, I am an actor, and I've been in Clubhouse for around a year. And I met you, and I met all of these wonderful people. And uh, so excited for the project. For I'm very grateful for for the character and really. You know the, the the day is coming and and we are all getting ready and that's very exciting and thanks for having me. This is very exciting. And thank you very much for for being a part of it, Fernand. Um, you're you are playing you're playing the role of Thomas, um, mm-hmm. who is the the friend of of uh, the main character Matthew Peters. He is someone that um, you know Matthew Matthew confides in Thomas confides in him, and both of you are dealing with. Uh, with quite a few issues that a lot of people deal with on a daily basis at school. So, um, so with that in mind, let me, uh, um, let me say hello to Erica Harvey, Erica. Hello there. Hey, thank you for having me. Hey, you guys. I love you guys. Hello. Especially you, Johanna. She looks so <laughs> serious. Hey, Dennis. Hey, Charles. Hey, Ferdy. These are my own. Well, Johanna's also de- Johanna's also dealing with audio, so yeah. Oh, okay. Johanna's right. also dealing with audio, so so she. It's always you know, like, really uh, cool once, to see she's... everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, now she's still still given issues. Can so you can't hear us at all? I I take it, or yeah, she said she can't hear anything. Um, all right, so hopefully hopefully Johanna can get the audio issues. Uh, taken care of on her end. Um, but uh, but in the meantime, let's keep on you know saying hello to everyone. I see Dennis right here. Dennis, hello there. Uh, Dennis, are you, oh, you're muted, Dennis. A, there you are. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, I wouldn't unmute. There you go. There we go. Can you hear me? Okay. All right, great. All right. Yep, can hear you great. Hey, George. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me here. Great, great. Happy to be here. Excited to be here. Uh, excited to be a part of this project. It's an amazing story you've created. Um, I'll be playing the voice of Willitar. Um, it's just uh, it's a tremendous honor uh, to be a part of this project and to be here with all you guys. And you guys are such talented individuals. And it's so great to see you guys in action and, and learn from all you guys. It's, it's, it's a blessing. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, also just to um, to add before, um, Erica is playing um, J.C. Peters. Now, those of you who have read the book, um, you know that uh, Matthew has an uncle, uh, Jason Peters. Um, however, we had so many, you know, so many great, you know, talented women that were uh, that were wanting to take part in this whole production that I basically just kind of realized that. There are a few that, you know, the few characters that I can definitely afford to, you know, switch up genders and kind of explore how that goes. And that's also something that I need to uh, just say, like when it comes to when it comes to putting, you know, adapting your work, as I had said before, um, as if you're open to that, if you're open to those sort of changes, then you'll be amazed about what happens, because as soon as. as soon as I decided that Jason became uh, JC, um, Matthew's aunt, then that opened the door for Erica to 
uh, to not only walk right through, but burst right through because her performance is JC Peters. You guys are in for such a treat. She is truly magnificent in this role. So I am, and I'm very grateful, you know, to her for being a part of that. So, um, we also have, I, I, uh, char- we also have, you're going to make me cry before this is over with. And we all know I don't like to do that, <laughs> but thank well, you. You make us cry. Word. You make us cry during the, during the, uh, during the actual performance. Well, so, it's a talent that I have. About I seem play. to make a lot of people cry <laughs> while I'm pushing buttons. So yeah, <laughs> but it's awesome to see everyone it's in like- live since we only hear voices usually. So this is really cool. And thank you so much, George, because it meant a lot to me. Especially since, and oh, the, hey, and you did, you did, you're doing fabulous in, in this role. I'm really, really excited to see what you're, what you're gonna um, have for the for the listeners next month. It's gonna be just truly amazing, and um, a big welcome to uh, to Charles Coates the second, who joined who joined the group late. Um, but has made such an impression already, like right from the start, because he's not only he's not only uh, contributing as the voice of the Carnation soldiers. So he gets to have a lot of fun with trying like different voices for different characters. Um, but he also is part of the team that's res- that's responsible for the sound design. And so that I am truly, truly grateful for. Thanks, George. Um you know, it's kind of the same as everybody else has said on here. You know, it's first of all, it's an honor to be part of the cast. Um, the story, now that we've gone over it more and more, it's like, you know, when you watch a movie and, and you watch it the second time, you're like, oh, I didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't catch that part the first time. So going through it and listening to everybody and when you say that, you know, the you, you get you get sucked into the story just for my parts and listening to everybody when they go through, like I don't, I'm reading the script, but as I'm listening to everybody act these parts out, um, it's you, it's not a script anymore. You're there, you're in the scenes, you're, Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're right. You're standing right in between, you know, people fighting and, and, you know, the things that are happening uh, in the story. And it's, uh, and it's truly amazing. I've, I've learned a ton um, because when you're with, when you're with actors uh, and other professionals that know what they're doing and that, that are becoming these characters, I mean, my, just for myself, uh, it's been, uh, as Dennis said, it's, it's been a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you rock. There really is just like a really good, strong camaraderie, but with with everyone, you know, like I feel like everyone is everyone's working with each other. Everyone is whenever someone is unable to make make rehearsals, you know, like there's immediately someone else who's saying like, "I'll read that part," you know, just so that way we can keep the pacing going. Um, you know, all you guys, you're all you're all stepping up in ways that you know that just that's a it's above and beyond. It's really something special. Um, I'm curious to know, and uh, Trish is saying hello to Dennis. Um, so hello, Trish, um, and hope you're hope you're watching. Hope you're enjoying. And if you have any questions about anything, please feel free to uh, to drop that in here, so that way we can we can 
further discuss. Um, and yeah, so I'm curious to know like what, you know, like what you guys were going through regarding, um, regarding the auditions and um, how they went. So, um, so uh, Ferdinand, let's start with you. What was your experience um, regarding the auditions? Well, wait, but before, before we say, before we say that, we gotta we gotta give uh, we gotta give a shout out to Johanna. It sounds like her audio is is where it needs to be. It's so, back. Johanna, I can hear everyone. Hooray! And I've just nearly killed Erica by accident. <laughs> I had no warning. I've been sitting there for a while. Okay. <laughs> Oh, because I was about to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, Lovely to be here. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Dennis, by the way, I didn't say hi to you, and I love you, too. Especially now that I can hear everyone. Hi. It's even more than <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so Johanna, yes, we, so we were just, uh, we were just about to, um, get, uh, Ferdinand's reactions for, you know, like, um, how he, how he felt the, uh, the audition experience went. So, uh, Ferdinand, if you can tell us a little bit about your thoughts about that. It was, it was a blessing. It was, it was a, a big, big opportunity. And I, Thanks, Johanna, because and Jerry and Jackie, because uh, and Bob as well. You know, uh, they they have this room in Clubhouse, and I've been going to the room, getting ready for for uh, for the for the casting calls, and 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 you know, it was practicing, practicing. But you know, the time when when I when it was real, when it was just not a practice anymore, it was it was it was it was it was exciting, and 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 I knew I was ready. And and the most important thing, the most fabulous thing was that Johanna was there, Jerry were there, you know, and, and we all knew this was, this was important. So I, I felt so comfortable going uh, into, into the room, seeing everybody there and everybody was reading, you know, with their hearts. And I thought I have to do the same thing. I have to, uh, you know, I have to let myself uh, enjoy this moment. It was, I was really nervous, but you know, I was just uh, enjoying every second of it. It was uh, uh, what I, what, it, what it, thinking, remembering. This is what I have to do. This is what Johanna told me that I have to do. This is what Jeremy told me what I have to do. And it was and reading at the same time. It was just it was exciting. It was it was amazing. I remember it in one of the most exciting times of my life. But but it, you know the, the the something that I wanted to say is. I went back to the recording of the of the of the of the audition uh, day after a couple of days, mm-hmm. and then when I saw, you know, because I was enjoying it so much, I didn't realize that you know it was very it was because I saw there was a lot of people in the room, and I I, 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 I in the day I didn't I didn't realize you know because I was I was uh, focused on, on my on 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 my reading you know, but then I saw. A lot of people, you know, and then I thought to myself, oh, my God, they called me. George called me because he saw something in me that is very. So this is go. This goes beyond a blessing. This is this is this is a unique opportunity. So I'm, I'm, I'm every day I'm I'm very grateful. I'm, I'm learning um, 
you know, is I'm learning every day, you know, because I have I have never done this, but it's really exciting. It's really exciting, and this is a, a fantastic opportunity. Thank you very much, Jerry. Uh, sorry, uh, George. Uh, that day of the casting, everyone everyone was running around, but I was able to to really calm myself down, take notes, and I'm very happy because I was able to do that. So that day was very 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 special for me. That's fabulous. That's fabulous, Johanna. What were your th- what were your thoughts? Because you were one of the you were one of the 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 people that um, that was asked to not only participate in the auditions but like act as you know like as like the, as the representatives reader. of the five yeah. nine club. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was there as a reader and working. I got to play with some really awesome people. I had a blast. It was really great to hear everyone's interpretations. I'm so proud of people like Ferdinand who have come to our rooms and and just knocked it out of the park and and showed up and did the damn thing. And Erica too is in there yeah. all the time and killing it. I just I'm I'm it's a joy to to be a part of this community and to get to witness people's growth as well as my own. And because every time I'm in one of our five to nine rooms, every time I'm in a room with all of these amazing creative people, I find growth in myself. And I think that's just incredible and that we're all able to support each other so much. And we're all able to, you know, it's a thing in this industry. And it's something that I fought with long ago when I was really in it and, you know, had sort of forgotten about. And then I came back 10, 15 years later and like, oh, right, there's a lot of competition and there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. out there when you're in a creative space that will make it harder for you because they're jealous or they're, you know, whatever it is. And, and, and it's been a cutthroat business. And so to be involved in a group of actors and creatives that are constantly uplifting each other and constantly supporting each other and constantly cheering for everyone's growth and everyone's successes is just awesome. And I felt that vibe a hundred percent in that room that day with the auditions and everybody was just so happy to hear everybody else work. It was really awesome. And yeah, I've, I really felt that, that same, that same way because for me, it was, it was this script and, and these characters and everything that have been with me for so long. And it's just been like, are they gonna, are in my mind, I was just like, when, when are they going to start laughing? When are they going to look at this as like, you know, it's like, why are we even here? Um, but that didn't happen. And all of you guys have just been just absolutely amazing. Um, Dennis, tell us, tell us a little bit about your experience. Cause you read for, you you read for, um, yeah. So a few different uh, characters. I, I read for, um, Matthew and I, thank you for sending me the reminder about the auditions. Cause you know, my days can get crazy, especially with my work schedule. So I was trying to work and audition at the same time. So thank you for, and everyone for allowing me to sneak in there when I could. And for me, that was the first time I've ever auditioned live like that. And in a group of people like that. <laughs> so it was uh, for me intimidating and a little nerve wracking, but you know, I had to take the leap and just, and just go for it. And mm-hmm. when I was my turn to go, I was prepared for a different script. And then so I was told to read a different script I didn't even look at yet. And so when I read mm-hmm. it, it was a completely cold. So I was nervous. And then, you know, and then you guys were able to give me some direction. And then I felt like I did a lot better on the second read. Uh, but that experience yeah. and, and the experience that I continue to have with all of you is just been uh, amazing. And just like Johanna said, the growth that we witness for each other and ourselves is 
is just so amazing and something that I never even thought of when I began this journey, uh, you know, back in May. So it's just been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, which, uh, which is actually, and since, you know, Charles, you weren't there for the, for the actual auditions. Um, but I'm curious to know like what your initial thoughts were like that got you, got you involved in this in the first place. Cause it was through, it was through TikTok, wasn't it? Yeah, it was through TikTok and, and I'm like, <laughs> so my TikTok account has multiple purposes. It's a, mm-hmm. an avenue for me to, uh, you know, take a break from my normal, uh, voiceover work. And it's, I found that character acting is the place where I could just let go and be this crazy person or this commander or this ghoul or this, uh, sidekick or, you know, whatever it is. And so I'm, I, my TikTok is full of, uh, duets, uh, because I love doing the, the little voiceover challenges and yours popped up. And, and I was like, Oh, what's this Excelsior? That's cool. And I think you had a picture of the sword and I'm like, Hey, I like swords. I like medieval Wait, It has space in it. Like, okay. And so I'm like, I'm jumping on this one. And then, (laughs) so, and I love the script and I just, you know, thought about it and I was like, well, that would be kind of neat. I didn't expect after the audition that it was going to be this involved with the cast and, and, and rehearsals and this and that, but I'm so happy that it is because um, it really is to, to mirror the words of Johanna. It's like to see other people, other creative people and be around other creative people. And when somebody's reading a role and I'm thinking to myself, this is the way I would have done it. And then I see somebody else do it. And I'm like, Whoa, that's that. Wow. I'm just, it's amazing that they thought of to say it that way. And it's, you just grow and and it's, and it's awesome. But that, uh, that audition, um, was, I would say more of my, (laughs) more of my fun time, uh, to, to really just duet and, and be creative, uh, in, (laughs) in my booth. Uh, and, uh, (laughs) and like I said, it's, it's amazing that, uh, that I was selected for it. And, uh, and here we are. Here we are. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, the fun thing that I love to hear about for any, anyone who hasn't uh, heard the Excelsior Journeys podcast, one of the things that I love knowing is, um, is about, you know, is about these things about like how we got, we all got started. So Erica, tell us about your experience with the auditions because you first auditioned for General Hadera. Um, yes, but it yes, was, I did. but it was afterwards, but it was afterwards. Um, I got to, you know, kind of speak to you like behind the scenes and just say, what do you think about JC? And your response was, that was your second choice. And so when I heard that, I was just like, you have to be it then. So oh, tell us yeah, a little bit no, about your was, experience. That was wild. Um, cause my wheelhouse is playing the evil. Like I've done Doctor Who is the, as the evil Lenore, you know, and, and, and I have such a deep voice usually when I, when I'm on mic. So, you know, I was like, 
I've got Odera, Odera, whatever she's called. I've got her. And then all of a sudden this evil child named Audra walked in and she just lit it up. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like that woman because now I don't have a part in the damn thing. So um, <laughs> when you asked me about, um, and by the way, definitely the right call um, for, for Hadera. I mean, Audra, as much as I mm-hmm. hate her, is amazing. No, I love you, Audra. Um, <laughs> and it was, a, it was, the, it was, it was, she, she walked in, she opened her mouth, and I knew she had the part. So I, I truly thought that I'm, I'd be, I, I was SOL. And um, when you came and you talked to me about the part of JC, and I read, I went and I read the book, and um, some of the stories that were the backstories, were parallel to a lot of some of the things that had happened in my life i was like yeah i'll do it it's a part that no one else would ever have cast me in or thought of me of even myself and so i was deathly afraid of imposters you know had total imposter syndrome um totally out of my wheelhouse not something that i would ever have auditioned for on my own and i will be eternally grateful because this part means a lot to me so thank you and thank you. Um, you know, that that means a lot to me. You know, knowing that uh, that you were dealing dealing with the same sort of things that I was dealing with when I was writing the damn thing. <laughs> it's basically just um, just thinking that you know, like at some point the other shoe is going to drop, and then they're going to say like, oh, "Well, we um, somebody else who's more talented they stepped in, they had this other script and everything, so we're going to go with that one instead." Um, so, but. Uh, I'm grateful that didn't happen because, you know, I have all of you guys um, as a part of my life now. And I'm grateful um, for it too, because I don't look good as a drunk, depressed (laughs) in a box. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I will forever. (laughs) The best part of this has been meeting you and the love and the support as a nurse. I'm so used to, they call it horizontal violence eating your young as an actor that just goes without saying and to be a part of a family and it's truly what we are we may be dysfunctional but we are a family Mm -hmm. and um and the support that one gets like when we're rehearsing and like charles like blew me out of the water and i almost cried it seems to be like a going thing for me in this this experience, <laughs> but um, almost made me cry because he said something really sweet when I was struggling with, am I doing this right? Does this sound stupid? This is not what I usually typically do because I'm usually the big bad character that's, you know, killing everyone or pushing buttons. So I was like, ah, and Charles sent me the sweetest private message during rehearsal. And I was just like, oh. Thank you, because I needed it. I meant it one hundred percent too. Thanks, Charles. I appreciate it. I, I love, I love all of you. I would actually let you come over to my house and clean it, <laughs> <laughs> or at least put up a blue background. So <laughs> something, somebody, tell me this stuff sometime. I'm not used to these things. Usually, there's no you know picture when I start performing. So one of the things that I that I as I was saying before, like one of the things that I love hearing, um, not just like the origin stories from the from the audition, but also I love hearing 
about you know like how you guys got started in this wonderful business in the first place um and so it's what i like to call the lightning bolt moment and that's that moment in life where we all experience something meet someone hear something watch something whatever and it just makes you point in that direction and say that's what i want to do that is the sort of direction that i want to go in that's the kind of life i want to live that's the kind of person i want to be so ferdinand let's start with you what got you into wanting to be a voice actor in the first place it, it has to be uh, the lord of the rings when i saw those movies it changed everything to me. How I I, I understood uh, um, audio, uh, uh, this this art of our ours. It's just it changed it changed me. That, that those three movies really really put me push me into into a new world because I believe everything that I saw in in there it was like that that's amazing. I want to live in that world. I want please take me whatever I have to do. I want to be there. It's just. And, and that's the moment I decided I want to be an actor. I want to make these movies. I want to, to go to the parties, you know, to work with these people. So it's just, that's what I wanted. That, that, from that moment on, I, 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 I thought this is what I want to do so, so, so desperately. And, and I've been training, I've been training and, 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 you know, it's just, for, for example, right now, it's just, when when all of the cast, you know, because I have I am Thomas and I am in the more in the in the in a classroom. So when I I when I hear the rest of the cast going to into a space, going to into into the barrels, it's just like wow, you know, you take me there. It's just thank God, this is the reason why I want to do this. I'm so grateful I'm doing it. This is exciting. This is I want I want to keep doing it. Is is is. Right now, I'm, I'm having a blast, it's in, and I'm just listening to because I'm in the in the first part of, of the of the of the of, of the of the audio drama, you know. But then the second part is is where everything happens. <laughs> Everyone gets inside of the of the character, inside the journey, and it's just like, wow, wow, this is amazing. Please keep going. I just can't get enough. This is amazing, and is 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 what I want. This is what I wanted to do, and I'm doing it. It's, it's exciting. Thank you very much, George. That's that's awesome. That's awesome, Fernand. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love hearing that you know that this is something that that you wanted that you wanted to be a that you wanted to be a part of it. And, you know, like you step you stepped up and and you know we got you here for a reason because you can do it. So that in itself is like you know, like I said, you know, like you are you are here for a reason. That's what um, you know Jonathan Kent t- told his son Clark. Um, you know, years back over in Smallville. So one thing yeah. I do know about you, son, and that is you are here for a reason. And all of you are here because, because I, you know, because you guys fit these roles um, in Thank ways you. that, um, in ways that go beyond, you know, beyond expectation. Um, so Johanna, tell us a little bit about your origin story your lightning bolt moment what got you into <laughs> this because you have been you've been like one of the you know like the most uh prolific um five to nine <laughs> members that i've that i've known well, i don't know about that um i uh birth um i was born into it i grew up yep. in it my mother was an actress she studied with adler she studied with meisner she studied with hagen she did a lot in her younger years my father was a line producer my grandfather 
was um, a comedian who some of you may know, um, Victor Borga. Comedy and music. Really? That was, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, are you real? John, oh my God, I wish my mother was still alive to hear that. Do you know how many of his shows she drug me to? I love him. Yeah, he was pretty awesome. He was pretty spectacular. Um, <laughs> you have literally taken the voice out of Erica right now. <laughs> I just dropped a bomb. Sorry, guys. Um, you, dro- wow. you dropped the bomb that you dropped the bomb I, that fell right on the mute button. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I got lucky. I don't know. I, you know, it's I didn't do anything. I can't take any credit for him, but he was phenomenal and he was a genius. He was timing was his thing and language and you know. So I grew up in that. I grew up music, music. Oh my god, he was such a prolific musician. Um, I, I we traveled with him, you know, i spent the first year and a half, you know, first, what, I think I went to seven different schools before first grade. Cause we were all over the place making movies and doing things and this and that. And then, so I was on the track. Um, this was what I was going to do. And I was studying musical theater and doing all the things. And, um, my father passed away when I was 17, my, and I had a child when I was 21 and I was a single parent by the time I was 22. And so around 25, I said, you know what? I can't, I still, I was still doing regional theater and trying to make it all, you know, I was going to do it all. Um, but I sort of backed away uh, at about 25 and summer of 2019 was when I decided I was coming back to the industry. She was old enough. I could get away a little bit more. And, um, and then uh, I did a show, I did some work. I started, you know, I was going down to New York taking classes and then, you know, we all know what happened next. Uh, the whole world shut down, <laughs> which put a little damper on things, but actually led me exactly to where I needed to be. Um, I found Clubhouse. I found Five to Nine. I spent the first year of the pandemic doing uh, improv murder mysteries from my kitchen for colleges all over the world. We did one for the RAF. I think we did uh, just I think we did almost 200 performances in that year um, on these Zoom calls, <laughs> which was amazing. And a ton of fun. And um, it was just, you know, it got me focused. And then Clubhouse came along and took me off on this ride. And I've done a couple of projects through Clubhouse. I've been to Greece with Five to Nine for the CIFCA, which is going to be happening again in September. And I hope you'll all be there because it was so much fun. And I got to, you know, perform as Bottom in an adaptation of Midsummer Night's Dream on in an amphitheater 40 feet off the sea. And, you know, we'd rehearse all day in the sunshine and go to swimming on our breaks. <laughs> it was just, I mean, who'd have thunk, right? Um, that all of this could come from sitting in my living room and I didn't have to be chasing it. But I do, you know, I'm down in New York a lot and I'm, so yeah, I just, I got, I, like I said, my moment was birth. I saw it, I knew that was where I was supposed to be. And that's where I've lived. Well, I've tried anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Erica will talk. <laughs> I have to con- contact my p- piano teacher, my <laughs> best friend. <laughs> she was responsible for bringing your grandfather to us to do a private show. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, my oh God. I love hearing these stories about him. It's just, it's amazing how many lives he touched. And, um, 
And I am so blessed that you touched mine and not because of this. I'm back at you, lady, because we all offer, you know, people come into our lives for reasons and we don't necessarily know what they are and we don't necessarily know what they're going to do. And, you know, and it's and and I take every person I meet in that way, you know. Um, And so I appreciate you all. And let's not make too big a deal out of it. Cause again, I didn't do anything. I just got born. Um, but-, <laughs> but you didn't take it for granted. Like that's, you know, that that's, is true. That's the thing. Just that like, is true. Not Absolutely not. Yeah. And I also and there, have you know, there, worked very there way hard too many to people that would have just, yeah. There, yeah, w- there would have been way too many people. I'm sorry. They, there would have been like way too many people just kind of sitting back and soaking up that, you know, other people's success. Oh, yeah. And but, you not a mention, not a mention, because I would have liked you a lot. Or- <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's the thing. That's the thing, isn't it? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now you know me instead of me as him. I have absolutely yeah. nothing like that in my background. But <laughs> Oh, hello, friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. right. That's why you don't How talk about things on Clubhouse. But Come for also, the brain, stay for worked, the Borga, right? Yeah, right. Um, I have worked very hard to make sure that I'm getting through on my own merits and not on his because he worked very hard and he built a career twice. This man had a thriving career in Denmark and was in films and was doing all things and very well known and had to leave and came here and knew, didn't know the language, didn't have any idea how he was going to make it work, but he built himself an entirely new career all over again and got himself beyond where he was and where he ever imagined he would be and that he did himself and I don't ever want to take for granted his work and I want to make sure that I you know again I want to be taken on my own merits you know especially you know there's all this nepo baby conversation in the and of course you know there are people that we know and there are people that would you know but and it is what it is but you know I'm still here and Western Massachusetts being cold in my little cabin. And <laughs> so I think we can be clear that I didn't use any of that. Right. <laughs> oh, I love but, it. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so, Charles. So, yeah, please. <laughs> so, Charles, tell us a little bit about um, about your, your own origin story. What got you into voice acting in the first place? Okay. Well, my grandfather, no, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) So it's, it's really, I've always been that kid um, all my life that loves to do sound effects. And, you know, like my favorite person, uh, musician, artist, when I was a kid was Bobby McFerrin. Right. Mm -hmm. And the guy, the, uh, uh, Michael Winslow off of Police Michael Academy. Winslow. I was just about to say that. Yeah, Michael Winslow. You know, yeah. like, and Bobby McFerrin's making all this music with his mouth and he's doing these beats. And I'm, you know, that was me when I was a kid. I was super animated, but I was also very, very shy, which is like nobody believes me now. But, um, and so I was, I went the route of like public speaking, uh, facilitation, uh, learning and professional development. So I was working for uh, one of the top three major airlines uh, as a um, a learning and professional development uh, uh, facilitator. And I was teaching uh, before that I used to work at Expedia and hotels.com. I was flying all the way all around the world all the time. 
Um, so I really got, I really got engulfed in multiple cultures, all South America, all a lot of countries in Asia. I'm Korean. My wife is Chinese. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm a pretty good trail mix bag. I got a lot of stuff going on and I was working with the airline and it's crazy because voiceover, voice acting, any kind of acting period was never really on my radar. Like I like to do it. I like to tell jokes with my friends, uh, you know, that kind of stuff, but never anything professionally, uh, as a career. And I had run this class called, uh, lead the experience and it's for, uh, managers and directors and above, uh, basically how to be a leader, uh, how, uh, with their employees and their teams. And after this two day class, uh, one of the, one of the directors came up to me and he's like, Charles, he's like, this class was awesome. I wish I'd taken it 10 years ago. And he's like, and I just want to say that, man, you're, you're really captivating when you speak because we have to do a lot of role plays and storytelling and stuff like that in the class. And he goes, have you ever thought of VO? And I, that's how much I didn't know about VO. I didn't even know what VO meant. And I was thinking like airline stuff. So I'm thinking like velocity operations, like, no, uh, uh, what's VO? And he's like, uh, voice acting. And so then I was still thinking of work and I'm like, oh, you mean like doing presentations and stuff uh, for the airlines? And, and he's like, no, it's, uh, you know, like TVs, commercials, uh, things like that. And I was like, oh, no, I never really thought about that. And he's like, well, I have some friends that are voice actors. And he's like, I, <laughs> you should look into it. That, this is the crazy part. That was Friday. Saturday evening, we all get emails that say, don't come to work because there's this weird virus thing going on and just stay at home. We'll get on a zoom call once a day to see if we're all still alive uh, and we'll figure it out. And we're learning in development. We, the airline that I work for, we're really um, conscious on face-to-face training uh, as a part to web-based training, things like that. So all of our leadership training was face-to-face in classroom sessions. So basically we just got our schedule wiped out and nobody, we didn't have a backup plan. So now I'm sitting at home and what he said to me, I was like, oh, let me look up voiceover. And so I started doing some research um, and I started out with my, uh, well, actually with this microphone right here, right? This old beat up Shure SM58. Uh, I threw a blanket over my head, a comforter, and I had that mic masking tape to the top of a coffee cup tumbler for my mic stand. And that's where the journey began. And that was almost over three years ago, almost three years ago now. And honestly, when people say like, oh, I can't think of doing anything else. I literally cannot think of doing anything else but what I do now. Because... I love it. I love the people that I meet. I love the clients that I meet. Um, I love getting feedback from them that say, man, that was exactly what we wanted. Right. And it was tough in the beginning because, you know, you think you have this great voice and everybody's like, oh, you got a great voice. It's awesome. So you're like, yeah, I got a great voice. And then you go out there and you really see how talented voice actors are because they've got coaching, because they've got training, because they do sessions, because they practice and train. And I really, really, really found a new respect for actors in general, 
Because honestly, before I was the guy that was like, man, these actors get paid all this money and they're just talking, you know, it's like anybody could do that. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> because when you get critiqued uh, by coaches and, and you get critiqued and you get feedback, you, you're, you learn and you grow. And so, you know, from then when I started till now, um, you know, I've now been a full-time voice. I mean, literally I had to become full-time voice actor when that stopped, when my other job stopped and it, my wife was very supportive and she jumped in. She's like, is really what you want to do? She's like, I support you. And we, and now I'm in a position to where I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm making what I was making at the airlines. Let's just say that. And the, the best part is now instead of just the, the, the e-learnings and, and, and commercial promos and, you know, the, the regular voiceover work, now I get to be creative and I get to, and I really get to kind of start messing with the recipe and trying out and learning new things about character acting and, and taking classes and, and, and finding a new love for another thing in the thing that I love. So that's kind of to make a short story long, uh, that (laughs) that's kind of my origin story. That that is so awesome. I, I, um, yeah, I am, I'm blown away by that. Like the, the way how the serendipitous timing that everything had just kind of like falling into place, like meeting that, you know, that right person who suggested voiceover in the first place. And then all of a sudden just like, by the way, everyone's got, you know, got to stay home. And then all of a sudden just like slowly going through that. It's, it's pretty amazing what happens when that right person comes along and just drops that little hint into you, into your, into your brain. And then just like, why not? Why don't I, why don't I do that? And then all of a sudden you're on that journey. Um, before I get over to Dennis really quickly, just wanted to throw out a couple of, uh, I noticed a couple of comments have been coming. Mark Redfield says break legs, but no vocal cords. Um, that's everyone saying, looking forward to the show. And, uh, Trish dropped, a dropped, a, um, a nice little, uh, note of support to Dennis saying, Dennis, you are amazingly talented and you know, which he is. And that's, an, you know, just another reason How why I got you, you here. Prepare, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that's so not Dennis, my mom. Let's hear your... not my mom. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Dennis, let's get Thank your you, mom. um let's, let's hear your your <laughs> Let's hear your origin story a little bit. What is it yeah, that, uh, so, that got you on on this journey Yeah. It... Sure, you know, when I was younger, I always loved cartoons and animated movies and i just was always watching cartoons and movies and always connected with the characters and just thought how amazing it was and the choices they would make and just how you would feel because of their performances yeah it looked cool because you know all the action happening but it was more than that it was what they were bringing and what, what pulled you into the story what made it important to you and as i grew up i continued just to be connected to these characters and watch movies and recite the movies and pretend to be these characters, but put on the voice and kind of just sound just like them and just play around with it and be silly and goofy. But I was also that shy kid, kind of like how Charles mentioned. So it really wasn't showing everybody that side of me, you know, just kind of like my brothers and close family members and just having a good time, but keeping it hidden, 
And as I got older, I would do it with my kids and just be silly and do voices and have fun and all kinds of things. And I continue to recite movies and movie lines and memorize them. And one day I was, I would always watch funniest home videos with the kids and just make the animal voices or whatever. And just come up with like these story conversations they would have with each other and the kids would love it. And uh, so I did it one day when I was at my father's house and he has two dogs and I was just kind of going back and forth and giving them personalities and giving them voices. And my sister and, and him were like, well, you should do voice acting or voiceover. And I was kind of like, yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah, I, I can't do that. And so it kind of stuck with me for a little while. I said, you know what? You know, given technology and everything we have, we have so much access on the Internet. I started doing some research and little by little, I kind of get deeper and deeper into it. And then I kind of jumped in and went on some platforms and set up some profiles and got some coaching and did some research and got some training on equipment and performing and all different aspects of voice acting and acting. And then my wife and my sister were like, you should go on social media and post some things and try that avenue. And I was like, I, I'm not that interesting. No one really cares. <laughs> what, what am I going to bring that's so interesting? And then I found this voiceover and voice actors and actors, this community on the social media platforms and how amazing everyone has been, how complimentary and welcoming everybody's been and supportive. And, you know, we get together and we do practice reads and we try to improve and just keep getting better. And, you know, I couldn't do any of this without the support of my wife. She's been amazing. And then the support of my family has just been, they've been so supportive and making sure I don't quit and keep going. You know, how's it going? You're still going with it and just keep going. So that's just been amazing. And they pretend to be interested sometimes. So that's, that's at least good. Um, you know, cause a lot of people don't understand what, what are drives us creatively and that side of us that what is inside of us and how we can get it out and pull it out. And so try to, explaining a little bit to them has been a lot of fun and to be a part of this with everybody and to meet all of you and to meet George and without being on that social media, I wouldn't have met any of you. And to be a part of this has just been such a blessing and to be here with you guys and to be at this point so far, it's, uh, I, I could just get lost in, in my thoughts with all of it just because I have so many feelings towards it. I struggle to find the words to express how much I love this. I just get chills talking about it and hearing your guys' stories. I get chills talking about how the love we all have for voice acting and acting. It's just, it's just amazing. And what's, uh, what's really great about this too is the fact that we have, the fact that we have, you know, like our own experiences and everything, we are of the proper sounding board for anyone who is dealing with any sort of issues or anything like that. You know, like we're the ones that can provide that additional support, that additional, um, those different tips, those different, you know, tidbits of information because we've all been through it in, in so many different ways. Um, Erica, tell us, uh, tell us your, your origin story. Um, how first there was you my have, mother you have and one father. hell of an origin story here. So yeah. <laughs> first there was my mom and dad. <laughs> Then they decided because they had such good judgment and such excellent taste to adopt me when I was eight days old. <laughs> so thank you, mom and dad, for being so wise and sage in that decision, even though you probably came to regret it <laughs> big time later on. But anyways, no, um, I was very, very, very lucky. I grew up in a very, very loving um, I really can't complain, even though I'd love to. I, I, I had two tremendous parents who 
have their own backstory, which is phenomenal, which didn't allow me to ever complain about anything because they could just throw over. Oh, yeah. Well, one time when it was my birthday and I wanted an apple pie, they put the apple pie to cool. And then all of a sudden, you know, crystal night happened and we had um, a bomb that was in our backyard and there was glass shards. And OK, I get it. All right. Fine. Whatever. But um, so I was very lucky and I went to um, a private school in the northern uh, uh, San Francisco. Well, in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, in Los Angeles. Anyways, so um, we were lucky to have arts be a huge emphasis from the time I was in kindergarten. Um, we did two plays a year, one regular, one musical. We had ballet, which I failed, but we had ballet growing up. Um, I had speech and debate since I was you know, before I even understood what logic was, even though some people would say I still don't. Um, and um, so anyway, so I grew up doing that. And then I hit high school and I had the most evil, 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 um, evil theater, theater, um, theater uh, professor who um, told me I suck. And I should just give it up. And I was like, yeah, no, that's just not going to happen. So I found community theater. I was very lucky. There was a guy named Kit Wilder who was is is an enormously talented director, even though he and I couldn't stand each other. I had so much respect for him, and he kept casting me. It was awesome. Um, it was my first time learning how to work with someone that you didn't really care for but could respect. But anyways, so I digress. So anyways, after being told for four years that I suck, I got my first um, equity gig as uh, a Kit Kat girl in um, Cabaret. I went home running to my mom. I'm all, mom! Um, and she's like, did they not have ear, you know, their earbuds in? What? Um, but anyways, I still remember my opening night in San Francisco at, I think, where was it? I, th I think it was the Golden Gate. I'm not sure. But anyways, we had opening night there. And um, <laughs> my mother... <laughs> Four foot eight, very loud German. Ach, du lieber, look, it's, it's, it's Erika. What the hell is she wearing? And my dad going, shut up, get up. Just be happy she's not asking us for money anymore. But we'll talk about the outfit later. I was oh, my like, God. Those are my parents. So, so um, then I met my late husband and it was just, we were just, you know, and he was in the military. So I, I, I stopped doing theater for a long time because I was traveling with him and I had a, a daughter um, who is so funny. Um, <laughs> she is the funniest thing I know. And um, I just, I stopped doing it. And then when we finally settled down and I was just like, I got to do something. Otherwise, I don't know. I'm going to find alcohol or drugs. I don't you know something. Um, my husband's like, well, why don't you go do one of the community theater things? And I was like, oh, okay. So I went and thus I started back when, um, after my daughter was in elementary school, I did like every regional um, production of, or semi-pro production of, Annie as Mrs. Hannigan. I knew I was getting older because I went from Cinderella to the evil stepmother in a couple years. Um, you know, but every time I had my husband and my daughter, every freaking show 
front row standing ovation. I mean, how, how could I lose? And then, um, uh, I stopped doing that for a while because, uh, my husband got sick and, um, Oh, I'm going to start crying. Anyways, so we moved back to California because I was in North Carolina at that point in time. We moved back to California and um, I started doing, um, I started doing, there was this awesome melodrama vaudeville group and they had a sister group that did the more adult version. And so I got to learn how to interact with audiences and, 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 and be, you know, break the fourth wall and I got to do that. And my mother would drag everybody who came. This is my daughter. <laughs> She'll say mean things to you if you ask her. I can't even do a German accent. And um, <laughs> and so um, well, my, around that time, my husband passed away. And uh, yeah, so and I and I, and I numbed myself with various fun substances. So I lost my daughter because she needed a parent. I'm so sorry. And then I lost my mom. It's okay. Which, it's all right. Which was even worse. But I remember my mom telling me before she died, she's like, please go back to acting. She's like, it's the only time mm. I've ever seen your inner light come out and then I, when I was cleaning out <clears throat> my husband's things to give to my daughter, um, we found a letter that he had written when he knew he was going to die. And in it, okay. <laughs> he said, please, please go back to the theater. It's where you belong. <laughs> so anyways, I told you, I, I, I just can cry at the drop of the freaking hat, it would seem. Um, so anyways, so um, it took me a while. And um, I went back to nursing because uh, I don't look good starving in a cardboard box. Um, I started a medical device company. I spent four years learning how to code and build um, electronics. Um, yeah. Yay. So we were, um, I was in a business accelerator and I was about to um, start um, pilot testing. Um with a couple of the larger um, elder care facilities. And then the pandemic hit. Yay. So nothing from Shing Zen was mm -hmm. coming over. Um, and mm. so I went into to FEMA and I was a FEMA crisis nurse. And after um, wow. working the pandemic beginning in New York and then um, going all over the country, um, we weren't allowed to leave our hotels because they were afraid that we would get um, COVID somehow, you know, out in the public. So, and we weren't allowed to drink because, um, <laughs> which is probably a good thing because of the contract we had with the government. So, um, I was bored and I was like, what am I going to do? And I went on Facebook and they were, there was, my friend sent me an audition for, um, the character of Ursula and an anime version of the little mermaid. And she's like, nice. please, this is you. And I was like, no, oh, yes, my little angel fish is. Of course it is. Um, so I learned about voice acting on that one. Um, but I, unlike everyone else here, have not made more than maybe 200 bucks in voice acting. Um, 
I've taken, I've taken classes. I've taken, I've coached. Um, I took a year um, um, away where I moved to LA. And um, that's when I kind of got detoured and found stand-up comedy. And I was in a position where I was so lucky because I lived in LA and I didn't, I had saved up enough money where I was able to go do five open mics six days a week in LA. And I kind of found my place, which is in standup. Um, you know, I still I have not made much money on that one, but you know, um, I, I, so I went back to nursing so I could feed it, but, um, yeah, I still have this dream of being this wildly successful um, voice actor who wins a BAFTA. That's my goal for voice acting. Yep. Ever since I watched a part of a video game that had Jinx in it, some character named Jinx in it. And um, her sister leaves her after she blows up something that kills their dad. And um, the evil character takes, takes her under um, his wing. And it was such a powerfully moving scene in animation done by these people who mm-hmm. just had their voices. And I was like, Oh, that is amazing. And that's when that dream was born. I was like, I'm winning a BAFTA. That's it. So um, George, you have your work cut out for you, but um, no. So I, uh, I still, I still keep, I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride, um, but that's okay. My time will come. And I'm so, so thankful to having met you for you having the, you know, just like my parents, the brilliance of thinking that I could do this part. Um, and then everyone in this room and everyone in the cast has had a huge influence on me getting through probably one of the worst years of my life. And for that, I will be eternally grateful. So thank you. Sorry. <laughs> oh man. That, uh, no, that's, oh my God, Victor hey, that, that's, we're all here. We're all, yeah. You know, like, hey, you know, like, like I said, you know, like we're all here for a reason. We have all, you know, been on these, on these amazing journeys that have led us here. And um, that have led you guys to me, you know, and to this, to this, you know, universe that's been sitting in my head for so long. Um, You guys are bringing it to life just in a way that I never thought possible. I've always wanted to see these characters really kind of transcend whatever they wound up being for so many years. It was just like they were just stories instead of notebooks. And that's all it was. That's all they were. But now it's, now it's become something more. It's become something bigger and it's become what it is because of you guys, because of um, everyone else that will be, you know, joining us, will be joining me on here shortly. Um, And, you know, those that, um, that were able to go next, um, you know, that, that will be here next week. Just um, you guys are all, you know, truly, truly special. And um, before we lock, we sign you guys off for, for this hour. Um, is there any sort of. You mean of you're making me leave? Final, 
<laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> um, are there any final thoughts or any big news that you may want to share at this very moment? I I'm think not you saying if anyone America. does have anything that uh, that has any special news that they may want to share that may have just right now. So let's um, let's just open things up a little bit. Erica, why don't you start? I just booked my first really good paying audiobook this morning, right now. I had not auditioned yeah. for anything in quite a couple Everybody months. Everybody unmute. Everybody unmute. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> and and I won third place Woo! in the up and comers portion of the US comedy competition. So cruise ships, if you're looking hey. for your newest host and teacher, I'm there right here. She's all right. She's all right. <laughs> there so you awesome. Go. Congratulations. There you go. Thank awesome. you, you oh, guys. Oh, I'm gonna Good. pay a bill. <laughs> Oh, and um, <laughs> now I gotta find the studio <laughs> for now. Final thoughts? Oh, the, the, the thought that occurred to me right now is this is amazing. Thanks everyone for sharing, and I love doing epics. You know, it's uh, from now on uh, that's going to be my, my favorite genre. Because it's just it, it's, it's it's completely it's amazing. It was, I'm thinking I've been thinking about the, the what we have been doing this couple of weeks and how you know everything everyone has been sharing is is because of this genre. You know, it really it really it really takes us into into this wonderful journey and and we we are all, all, along and and we as an as actors as the as the as the cast we are in this journey together and it's amazing. As Erica said, you know, we are this family. Dysfunctional, where we're together in this epic, epic journey to the stars, and that's amazing. I love doing this, and I'm thinking, you know, I, I will, I, I will love for my next project to be an epic as well because this is, this is amazing. I love doing this. Thank you, George, for the opportunity as well, and thanks everyone for for bringing all of the amazing job and amazing work every every day. Is 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 wow, you know, you really suck me into the story, and you know, the fights and the guns. It's just Hopefully we we will see this your project George make into a movie into a TV show you know that would be amazing because the, the world that you build it it, it, oh, yeah. it has so much yeah there are things that we are not seeing but you know but they are there and we want to see them all so thank you for for bringing me in for giving me this opportunity this is really exciting I'm, I'm I love this genre I'm loving this job and I'm lo- loving lo- I'm loving it, everything thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a for being a part of this. Dennis, final thoughts. Yes. Uh thank you, George, for for doing this and having all of us on here. And so grateful to be a part of Excelsior with you all and grateful for all of you. And thank you all for sharing your amazing stories. I feel it's just awesome to sit back and listen to how we've all gotten together. So thank you all so much. Thank you, George. Awesome. And Charles, I wish I'd thoughts? known this was able to go on Facebook. Damn. Oh, sorry. 
Um, so, <laughs> well, the great thing is, is that it's it's gonna st- it's gonna stay on there, so people can can uh, go ahead and comment as well. So, thank you, Charles. Sorry. Um, first of all, it's awesome hearing. It's awesome. Thanks for letting me be on this uh, podcast for this session, because just with the people that are in this room, mm-hmm. it's really great to know more about them um, personally than when we, you know, meet in our, uh, when we meet in our practices and rehearsals, uh, because, you know, learning about each one of you and learning about your journeys and learning about your struggles, uh, and learning about your successes. And like, I'm riding that roller coaster with you, uh, as each one of you tell your story. And I think that's very special. Um, and first, thanks for letting me be part of that. Um, and the second thing that came to my mind as everybody was talking about their rehearsals, because I didn't, I didn't, or are their auditions, because I didn't do the, the traditional audition for this, for my role. And everybody was talking about, oh, I tried out for this role and this was the role that I wanted. And this was the role that I wanted. I, the casting for everybody's roles that they're in now are so good. I cannot even comprehend somebody's voice being a different character because everybody's character is so perfect. And everybody that is cast for their character is like freaking spot on, man. And so, so that's, I, that's just a tribute to you to making sure that you felt what you did and was like, you know what, you are the perfect person for this character. And, kudos because you nailed all of them like they're perfect i can't i cannot picture anybody else playing another role right now uh in this so um and lastly just appreciate the opportunity i appreciate the opportunity for me to grow uh to be, be a part of something awesome to be a part of your dream i thought of that too i'm like man like this has been george's thing he's wrote this story he has he has been in all the, the, the locations. He's been in the classroom. He's been in the lab. He's been to uh, DNAP4. He's been to these places in his mind. And it's cool that it's cool to be a part of all that coming to life for you and to be a part of that. So no. once again, to make a short story long, <laughs> just thank you for, thank you for the opportunity. And, uh, <laughs> I and, don't... I'm, and I'm really enjoying it. George, did you talk about, the story behind the story and how, how special this is to you and, and how much and why it means so much to you. Uh, briefly, briefly. Um, I, at the same time, I've also spoken about it, you know, in, in greater okay. length in, um, um, in, on the, um, on the Excelsior journeys podcast in a, in a uh, uh, previous okay. episode. So, um, all right. I didn't want that to go. I'll un- definitely be mentioned. I, I would, def- I would definitely, I would definitely be bringing that up more, like ad nauseum. <laughs> so, but that's, I think that's um, what makes this so special. For, yeah, I'm going to speak it's one for, of those things where it's just like, um, you know, I'm going to speak for the cast. And sorry, but you know, it's me, bull in a china shop. When I say that we are all so supremely honored to be part of this because of the backstory and because of what this means to you, and for us to be able to bring something to life for something you've been working on so long and about something that is so important in your life. 
I am forever honored and thank you. And I hope I speak for the rest of the cast, but I'll go away now. Oh, <laughs> oh thank you. Thank you so much. And I love you dearly. You know that. Um, and uh, so Johanna, um, your final thoughts. Well, Erica just stole everything I was going to say. So you're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I will say thank you so much for entrusting me and all, everyone in this group with, you know, for me, it's Granick. Um, I love her. I think she's awesome. She's such a badass and mm-hmm. she's so much fun. Um, <laughs> I bet you do. We'll talk later. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's really an honor to get, like everyone has said, to get to bring this to life for you and, and to, to get to experience it through you and experience and to see you getting to experience this coming to life. And it's just so exciting and so amazing. And your excitement is feeding all of us and it's feeding the whole production. And so we're running off of it. Sorry. I hope you've got more because it's going to keep happening. Um, I'm sure you do. I don't worry about that so much. Uh, I do. Really. I do. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's awesome. And I'm going to add a little shameless self plug because I'm here. Go check out Guilty Conscience on Prime. I've got a movie out on Prime that I was in that came from Clubhouse. Yes. I'm going to be able to afford it now. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and I see Audra <laughs> typing, typing in the back chat here. Thank you, dear. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a really, it's a fun piece. It's an independent piece. So please go support independent film. Please go support Greg DaCosta. He did a great job with this piece Mm -hmm. and everybody in it is fantastic. And it's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, that's my little shameless self plug. And I can't wait to do this show. Oh my God. We're going to have so much fun. Oh God. Yeah. So this has been part two of this mini-series that is spotlighting the different people that are involved with Excelsior, the audio drama. Next week, you're going to hear more of this very presentation. This was something that was originally one big three-hour event that was live-streamed on Facebook. And the first hour didn't quite sound all that great, which is why I re-recorded it into the episode that you heard last week. Um, But what happened, the two hours that followed, that was absolute magic. And so you're going to be hearing from some more cast members that are a part of the audio drama. And you're going to hear that next week. And you're also going to be hearing from uh, some more members of the cast the week after that. So all February is dedicated to Excelsior, the audio drama. And I cannot wait for you to hear the finished version because it sounds fantastic. I am so excited and I hope you are too. Now, what I really want you to do during this time between now and March 12th, which is when part one will be performed at 1 p.m., Central Time. You want to go to your app store and you want to download Clubhouse. I've spoken about Clubhouse at length and I am so, so grateful to this app for existing because it has gotten me so much. It has allowed me to network with so many amazing people and it led to this production. 
So go ahead and download it, set yourself up, and look around because you're going to wind up finding something somewhere on that Clubhouse app that interests you, that's going to make you want to listen in and put it on. I put it on in my car. So you'll be able to go ahead and do just that. You'll be able to listen in to all these different topics and take part in it. And there are just so many great people that are doing these rooms that are in there. So um, so you definitely want to go ahead and download the Clubhouse app and then listen in on March 12th, Sunday, March 12th at 1 p.m., Make sure Clubhouse is ready and go into the room that will be delivering part one of Excelsior, the audio drama. The next week on Sunday, March 19th at noon central time, we're going to be replaying part one. Uh, so you get to hear it if you if you missed it the week before. But – You'll also be able to get the full experience of the complete story of Excelsior because we'll be replaying part one and then at one o'clock, we're going to go right into part two. And afterwards, we'll have time for Q&A. There, is, uh, there are different musicians that are getting involved in this that are on Clubhouse. It is just absolutely mind-blowing, the kind of creativity that everyone involved is showing. I am so excited. I hope you are. And I hope you join me here next week on Excelsior Journeys for part three of our little mini-series spotlighting the different cast members that are a part of Excelsior Audio Drama. Until then, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, Ever Upward, and I will see you next week. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Excelsior Journeys. I hope it was both inspiring and entertaining. Special thanks to Zach Comtois for providing new music for the intro and outro. Please take a moment to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and subscribe to your platform of choice by going to he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. While there, you can also fill out the application to be a guest, inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show, please direct it to george at he'sgotit.com. <laughs>